your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the Minister for Special Education is confirming the plans for children with autism to go to special education centres remain an option. The plans for children who can't secure a school place have been met with severe backlash from educators, parents and special needs advocates. And joining us right now is a good friend of the show, Eleanor McSherry, a parent of a child with autism and someone who's become a voice for uh, other parents in similar circumstances as well. And Eleanor, you are very welcome. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Uh, so, well, there was a big backlash to this. I mean, what was your initial reaction? And do you think that it's now dead because of the way that uh, people like yourself um, have reacted to it? Yeah, it's a tough one because I, you know, I've watched a lot of the reports, obviously, being in a community where everybody is posting about it. You, you read it off a lot. You hear a lot of what's going on. And I think... You see, it's a tough one. I mean, we fought for the rights of children with disabilities. I've been on the show on and off for 16 years. And, you know, people have a constitutional right to education. And, you know, there's been high-profile cases over the years in the 1990s and, and 2004. And this is why it's so important that we put a line in the sand and say, look, you know, this is, that's great. That's fine. We appreciate that. But no, this is not appropriate. You know, um, there's an expectation that this could be pushed through even though there's huge amount of objections because there is no alternative. But, I mean, this is the last, Joe. I mean, kids go to lower primary school, then upper primary school, then on to secondary school. Do you mean there's no planning? Do you mean there's nobody counting heads and going, how many kids do we have here? How many places do we have? These children are already in services, so they knew they were there. So it's shocking to think of the level of incompetence within the Department of Education and the NCSE that nobody expected this amount of children to appear suddenly. It's not as if they came in overnight. It's not as if they diagnosed overnight of autism. They've been there in the system and now they suddenly found out where they were. Right. Uh, Keith Enright of ASD Ireland based in Limerick is also on the line. Morning to you, Keith. Good morning, Joe. Do you think if this had been communicated earlier and better with representative organisations and parents that there might be more of a willingness to listen to the government on it? Well, I suppose, to be honest with you, Joe, it it seems to be the general idea that the Department of Education go with all the time. They come up with a, a plan. They announce it and then they kind of go, oh, oh, there's people, you know, going to give out about this. We, we better change it. And it's, it's not an acceptable way to deal with the education system. And the Department of Education know, as Eleanor said, know these children are coming up. Uh, they know that they've played, they need additional places. And then now instead of uh, providing these additional places, they're going to say, OK, well, we're going to segregate them. Now we're going to move them out into a different centre. And what is the significant um, um, issue for you with the concept of segregation, which, of course, isn't quite what the department are calling it? No, and they're, they're not calling it that, but it, it, that's what it is. And, it, you know, I think all the national agencies and all the charities around the country have been working towards inclusion. And now they've decided they're going to right, take them out of the, the inclusive settings and move them into an area on their own. And that's going 10, 15 years backwards, where, you know, all the social services, all the health services, 
have moved towards community services, inclusion, you know, and trying to bring autistic people into their community. And now the Department of Ed, at the very, very start of these people's lives, are saying, well, we're going to just put them out there instead. Right. Um, Eleanor McSherry, I mean, what is the department's argument for proposing this? And uh, why, for you, is it a non-runner? Well, the department, uh, I was watching Josefa Madigan, um, who I've had a couple of meetings with over the years. Um, she's the Minister of State with responsibility. She's yeah. the Minister of State over special education. This yeah. is her whole remit. Mm. This is her area. The, the book stops with her. And I know she relies very heavily on the NCSE to guide what she is coming out with here. And this was leaked before she had an opportunity to say it. And then she tweeted it. Do you know what I mean? It's the usual kind of fumbling around going, oh, oh God, somebody leaked that out. I have to sort it out now. And then the backtracking and, and then saying, well, it has to be an option. They have no other option. They have no other solution. That's, that's the whole reason behind this. And this is the usual shana that we get here. And the reason people don't trust it, Joe, is we had two years ago, they said, we're going to put the leaving cert. We're going to get the teachers to correct it. This is what they've talked about for years. And they move it in through the back door. This is our fear. They're going to move this in through the back door and it's never going to stop. And we're going back to 1990s, the mid-1990s. This is how far we're going back to this kind of crap. And I, I, I mean that sincerely. Um, people have been to court to fight against this. And, you know, I, I thought it was very cynical to turn around and go, well, children on home tuition, and this is, this is the minister for these children, children on home tuition are segregated anyway. So... You know, this is a little bit of a step up. That's terribly cynical. A lot of those children on home tuition because there is no resources. And where are they going to get the resources, Joe? If they're putting these kids into these special education centres, where are they going to get the teachers? Because there's a huge shortage of teachers yeah. across the well, country. We're hearing about it all the time. Well, it's interesting you should say that because the listener um, on 0861239595 is WhatsApp to say, never mind special schools, we have a child with autism in primary school and SNAs are job sharing and our child can't handle change, but the, the school isn't taking that into consideration, causing awful upset every week with different SNAs. Well, Sharon Skihill is with us as well. She's a lecturer on early years education at Mary Immaculate College in Limerick. Good morning to you, Sharon. Good morning, Joe. How are you? So talk to me a little about the concept um, here. Um, You know, the idea of separate special education in this area. Like really now, as Keith and Eleanor said, What's being proposed is very much a backward step. I mean, when we're talking about inclusion of children, that it can't just be a physical space. It has to be about how those children are included and how they're supported to participate. And it is, as Eleanor is saying, that we need a competent system. Like, this can't just happen. That it's about seeing what resources are in place, what what the environments look like. And the most important resources that we have are the people who work with the children. So, really, we have to think about uh, you know, joining the dots. I mean, look mm. at the SNAs. They're well, looking can I, can for... Can just explain one thing to me? Yeah. I mean, is the government arguing that this is because um, school places can't be found? Or are they suggesting that in some way this is a preferred approach? I suppose, look, there's a couple of different arguments about that. There is concern, I suppose, about 
you know, the admission policies in schools, but I think it's because the resources aren't available in schools. Um, so places might be there, but whether schools are able to cope. And it is about understanding inclusion isn't just that space. It means that there has to be people there who are qualified, who are able to support children, who are able to help them to participate. So that's what's really important. And really, the idea of segregating children, like, it's it's craziness. This is a real societal issue because this is not acceptable and nobody should have to put up with for their child. I think for any parent, you know, of, of any, any person, to know that if the child is willingly left out of something, that that's not okay at any level. So we're talking about a rights-based approach. Every child has a right to be involved, to be to, uh, not alone about their education, but to participate in their own community. Yeah. The idea that these children will be made to leave their siblings, to leave their friends, their neighbours, and be sent out to these centres. Like, it's just a real violation of their rights. And as a society, it's not okay. You know, we're, it's a real step backwards, and we have a lot of history to make up on and, in, and, in that regard. Okay, and Keith Enright from ASD Ireland, based here in Limerick, do you think then that this concept will never progress because of um, uh, the reaction? Well, I, th- I think, to be honest with you, Joe, I think what's going to happen is is that it, it very well might progress because there are so many families out there screaming for school places. And they, you know, they may be left with no other option but accept it. And I suppose that's why I suppose Eleanor's here. And, you know, to, to try and speak out against it and say, look, this isn't the right way. This is going backwards. You know, we need to make our school places available and make sure that it doesn't get pushed through without proper discussion, without working out, OK, if we put these children into these autism centres, where are they going to go next? You know, who's going to teach them? Where, what supports are their parents going to get? Yeah. You know, there, there's no forward planning. And we contacted the minister last week in relation to this, and we've had no response at all. Um, Eleanor McSherry, I mean, are there um, examples in Ireland, and is there best practice abroad that shows that this particular approach is out of court? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a very outdated approach. I think it's a desperate scramble to try and resolve the situation. I don't think anybody, I mean, you know, you could be very cynical here and say they're just doing it haphazard. I don't think that's the case. I think there was a genuine interest. The ETBs offered their their places, uh, their, school, uh, their uh, um, closed buildings um, in order to resolve a situation that has arisen. But, I mean, the, the difficulty with that is, is, is we're slapping on a bandage. Again, we're slapping on, we're reacting. I mean, and, you know, I teach, I teach this in UCC in autism studies. And, you know, I've, I've done this for a very long time. And I'm becoming very cynical because when I see this happening, I could go to the place that everybody else has gone to that we have people who don't care. I think they genuinely do care, Joe. I think this is, is the usual, it's the usual very sad situation that we have people jumping in and, and bunging something together in the hope that this resolves it. And I can not see this changing because I can see they're going to have to do it. There's no other solution. They have no other solution. But I I think that if you're going to be able to resource special centres, you're going to be able to resource schools. Because if you can't, I think they don't... But can I just ask you then, I mean, are you saying that if they progress with this, the outcome for children with autism will certainly be worse? Yes. I think so. I think so. I mean, what's the point of social inclusion? In 1979, we've had this policy of social inclusion. And Baroness Warwick, who, who coined the phrase, t- 
turned around and said in the 1990s, if we do not resource social inclusion, it has failed. And I think social inclusion is cracking and it's starting to fail in Ireland. And I think they're, they're, they're mm. trying to throw something together to try and solve it. And I don't think it will. Okay, well, we're going to continue to keep an eye on uh, this uh, developing story. And thank you very much to Eleanor McSherry, uh, parent, of course, and a good friend of the Limerick Today Show, to Keith Enright of ASD Ireland, based in Limerick, and to Sharon Skihill, who's a lecturer in early years education in Mary Immaculate College in Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.